Welcome to KuzaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kuza Global. The word Kuza means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Kuza Cast. Graham Watson here, and today I'm interviewing Alexis Cronin, who is the founder and owner of Junior Designs. Welcome to the program, Alexis. Thank you very much, Graham. Yeah, Happy thanks. to be here. Great, great, great. So just tell the, the listeners the way we usually start is just to tell um, the listeners just about uh, yourself, your your background, and and then we can get into the nitty-gritty of exactly what it is uh, Junior Designs uh, does. Sure. Um, so just to point out, I'm co-founder. Um, my wife, Ivana, and I uh, started Junior uh, 2015 16 uh, where it was a a bit of a uh, how would i say it um an upcycling concept mm-hmm. uh where we were uh taking unused or unwanted uh plastic bottles and turning them into upcycled furniture items right um so that was back in 2015 uh over then the course of the first three four years uh developing alongside partners um uh, more uh processed recycling and so creating kind of poly planks and and what we now call greenwood um a hundred percent recycled plastic plank um so when when that started we uh i guess we we saw some usage for it um primarily decking um flooring outdoor flooring it has its um it has its uh properties obviously weather resistant termite resistant um and uh, yeah it last a lifetime um mm. so these were all the the I suppose the negatives of plastic waste became our positives as a product. Um, And then once we started to, to, to produce these, these planks, we started looking at what else they could be used for. Um, And then, yeah, over the course of the second half of Dunia, I guess we started turning our hand to, to more um, sophisticated furnishing. Um, where we were welding the product and uh, creating more intricate shapes and designs that were, I suppose, not necessarily out in the market uh, uh, or available. Um, There hasn't been too many people doing what we've been doing now for the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of, I would say, early trial and error. Mm. Um, and, And so, yeah. Fast forward a couple of more years, and we've been yeah supplying um, businesses B two B B two C as well, um, with focus on obviously because we're in 
Tanzania. Um, there's a there's a focus towards the tourism markets, the hospitality markets, um, and that's where we've been kind of spearheading our our um, our business plan. No, that's what sounds like it's going great. So why why Tanzania? How long have you lived there? Um, Tanzania was was because I uh, I'm an architect who came to Tanzania around. 12 years ago um not with any purpose to towards recycling plastic uh that came later um and ivana and i met here and 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 dunia was born so to speak right um yeah so it was a, a chance meeting and, and and dunia as a result uh was born yeah Great. So I can imagine they're, they're quite uh, talking points when the tourists do come through. Um, so, I mean, as, uh, are they are they sort of branded? Would would people know that they are looking at a Dunia product when they when they are at the lodges? I think it's becoming more and more evident. Um, I think the the. Often, when we have, even when we have clients coming into our shop um, in Arusha, it takes them a while before they recognize that it's made from recycled plastic, mm. which was always, you know, that was always one of our aims that there is recycled plastic furniture and has been around the world for a number of years, mm. um, primarily in the kind of landscaping markets. So park benches and the like. Um, and so when we saw that, we were like, well, maybe we could add an element of design to it and make it a mm. more, I don't want to say attractive, but possibly a more attractive um, product. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, at the beginning, people don't necessarily understand that it's recycled plastic. They don't see it until they really start to look at it and, and, and see the the the... Because it's hard to imagine until you've so sat in it and touched it, and yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, the 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 misconception would be that that uh, furniture and decking uh, is is sort of less less luxurious. So how do you kind of balance sustainability with like the high end expectations of of the tourists that come through to some lodges in in, in Tanzania? Um, I think. Through design, we have chosen uh, rather sophisticated products for different markets. Mm. Um, you know, when you think of a like a mid-century modern armchair or 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 dining chair, um, and you see what or you see what we've made as a replica of a mid-century modern dining chair um yeah you you it it takes quite a while to to kind of wrap your head around the fact that this is all made from recycled plastic mm. um an unwanted eyesore so yes. to speak yeah uh, and so yeah we're trying to make that trash aspect look attractive and 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 a uh, and um yeah a product that people want great so i mean how i mean we we all i mean you know obviously we know that that plastic 
uh, is all over the place when it shouldn't be. But how do you gather it all into one place? How do you get all the raw materials together? So we have a number of systems. Um, so we 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 offer um, lodges, hotels, schools, offices uh, the opportunity to donate their plastic. Um, so, for instance, the tourism industry is now really pushing towards uh, taking ownership. I think of of um, of their usage of of plastic, um, and you know. They collect from their lodges or camps and they bring it to us. Uh, that's one kind of feed of our raw material. Um, the other, the other, the other inputs or throughputs come through purchasing, uh, from local collectors, um, who are primarily extracting from the municipality dumps, um, wow. within Arusha. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of plastic from, um, third parties and donated plastic from direct from basically our clients. Mm. Interesting. So then how does the process work? I mean, just quickly in, in layman's term, how does, how do you get a whole bunch of plastic bottles, for example, and make that into a chair? So the first thing that happens is collection. Um, so you collect the plastic. The second thing, uh, and I'm obviously going to skip over a yeah, lot of yeah, the, for, the for sure. detail, but uh, yeah, yeah. you don't have enough time. But um, yeah, it's it's collected. It's it's uh, separated. Knowing your plastics and knowing what you can and can't use for your end product is very uh, is vital. Um, and so separating out the different types of plastics that are being donated or collected or purchased, uh, shredding, uh, breaking them down into a, into a, into a feed, which then feeds into a, a large machine, which basically heats and, and compresses the plastic into a plank, um, like a, plank of timber like a four by two or a four by one and a half uh, thickness um, and then it's extruded using the same machine to form a, a yeah two meter um polyplank and which we now call greenwood mm. and so from the greenwood then it gets um it gets taken to the workshops and then the workshops are are Primarily using traditional woodworking um, machinery and techniques to then create uh, the desired product or the, the the required product. Oh, that sounds fascinating. So, do you, I mean, do you you say you've got a shop in Arusha? Do you is it places that a tourist can visit to to have a look and see some of the process? Yeah, a hundred percent. So, in the shop, we have um, yeah, we have aspects of it just being a shop and so people can come in and purchase but there's also um there's uh, displays that kind of show the process obviously the shop is just the shop the 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 the, the wizardry or the the, the magic happens off-site mm. um but we're very open and and, and uh, um what's the word i would use uh very happy always to to give the story and, and tell and show where we can if it's via videos or promotional kind of 
uh, footage explaining how it all works. Mm. Um, so people are very welcome to the shop to to understand more as to uh, how they can be a part of it uh, or understand what it is they're purchasing and how it's come to light. Sure. And then uh, are you just in Tanzania or the regional or, I mean, how what's your reach in terms of where people could, you know, if, if a lodge in Uganda is listening, for example? Um, so it's a it's a horse and cart scenario yeah. um what i mean by that is we've we've supplied regionally within east africa um we've supplied people mainly btc but we've supplied into europe um uh we supply into kenya the dream would be or the vision would be to to not have that carbon footprint and not yeah, have so to I was just ship something say, yes, around. Shipping is kind of, um, yeah, it kind of defeats the object in a way, doesn't it? Yeah. In a, in a way it's kind of, yeah, it, it doesn't help the situation. Um, but obviously we, the vision is that we would replicate the business in neighboring countries or expand into Europe. Uh, and, and that takes time. Um, it also you know, you want to put the product out there in order to generate um, the interest uh, and the, the demand. Um, so it's so the so the exporting of product is is in a way it's a kind of a uh, a temporary uh, step before expanding and, and being able to replicate the model elsewhere. Mm. So, I mean, anybody listening uh, today, how do they get in, in touch? Uh, the website address and email and all that? Yeah, so it's uh, www.duniadesigns.co.tz or .org. Um, mm-hmm. Dunia means earth in Swahili, and that's where it all uh, started. Um, yeah. Info at duniadesigns.co.tz will find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're more than happy to to um, to discuss projects, products, and uh, and everything else. Yeah, for sure. And how are you finding it in terms of you know? I think there's been a lot of focus on on ecotourism, res- <coughs> responsible tourism, certainly in the last you know five to ten years, and especially in the last few years since COVID. Uh, people are wanting to look at their their carbon footprint. Um, are you finding it? Uh, are you needing to convince properties, or are they kind of coming to you to say, "Look, we we need this." Yeah, I think think that um, certainly the last couple of years are, are uh, they're highlighting the fact that you know uh, tourism does have an impact on the environment. And more and more of the um, more and more of the tourism industry is, is is taking ownership of that. I think I think mm. they're realizing that um, there's a need or or a, an ob- obligation actually that we need to do something. Um, and so there, recently, I would say in the last three years, there's been more of a uh, of them coming to us rather than us going to them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's uh, that obligation, I think, is is becoming more and more evident. And, and that's where kind of Dunia steps in and, and, and offers 
um, you know, to be able to assist the the tourism or hotel industries uh, or, you know, their commitment, helping, we can help their commitment towards environmental and social impacts. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a it's a win-win for both parties yeah for sure way. yeah no i mean definitely it's it's um yeah i mean i definitely think it's 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 not no longer needed to convince people that they need to do these things so in terms of no. in terms of how exactly. f- how far you can go i mean can you i mean could we could we get an entire kind of villa or chalet and with all the furniture inside ma- made of this or is that is that not possible at this stage? Uh, no, it's it's entirely possible. Um, we've been very lucky with certain clients who have, um, you know, really trusted us and and pushed for us to um, sustainably supply an entire unit, like the yeah. chalet. Uh, yeah, I think we're as as a designer i think there's always a balance you know you you need to you need to create a balance between um a 100% recycled plastic product and the comfort levels or the 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 balance of the aesthetic mm. because ultimately their client has to 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 be able to want to you know um stay there yeah <laughs> stay there yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. So, so often I think what we try and do is we, we would supply a product, uh, but also we would try and balance it with, with the correct aesthetic for that client. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, sourcing locally. It's, it's, uh, in, you know, looking at local communities to see what, what's available on the ground rather than importing, uh, from outside of Tanzania. So yeah, the, 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 there's quite a holistic kind of, um, approach to to the let's call it the interior design uh aspect of dunia um mm. whereby we encourage um yeah locally sourced locally supplied uh community driven projects that can assist and complement uh dunia's products that we're um that we're selling into product into into properties or that we're um proposing um mm for to to our clients for sure no i mean that's that's the, the way to go i mean it's mixing as you say like juniors from the earth you know mixing materials gathered from from the earth as well as as well as man-made such as plastics it sounds yeah. ideal so how durable are the products i mean obviously people say they take you know hundreds of thousands of years to kind of decompose so if you make a chair or a bed or something how Long will it last? They're 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 pretty durable. Um, yeah, there's so far so good. There's no um, there's no evidence to suggest that it's going to change, or that's not the fact. You know, mm. um, we've all heard the stats on on the plastic bag or the plastic bottle. If you leave it in the environment, it'll mm. be there in a thousand or ten thousand years. Uh, and so that that that's been true to date. Um, some of the first decks that we installed in 2016 are still uh, there and they're still uh, very much uh, as they were when when they first went in. Um, So it's, 
the the proof of concept has 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 come and gone if that makes sense yeah for um, sure. we're we're the yeah it's all yeah do. it's all working as it should yeah it's all working as it should oh it wonderful well, I mean, Alexa's great. I mean, I can't wait to to go to the website now and check check it out. I'm sure many of the listeners uh, will do the same because it sounds like a fascinating product. As I said, I will be out uh, in the East Africa in November, so I'm hoping maybe even I can pop into the store and and see. Caribou uh, Sana. Yeah, thank you very, very much. Welcome. That's yeah, thank you very much. So, Alexis Cronin, uh, thank you for joining us on Cusacast today. And um, and we thank you for doing all the work that you are doing to help with the sustainable tourism drive and uh, and keep everybody on their toes in terms of what needs to be done to look after this one and only planet that we have. Fantastic. Thank you, Graham. I appreciate the, the call today. No problem. All right. Cheers, Alexis. Bye. All the best. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to KuzaCast, where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe. Join me, Graham Watson, for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating, and we'll see you next time on KuzaCast.